Welcome to The Dance featuring Deanne Shapley. Deanne is a best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, intuitive coach, and brave heart woman. And now, let's dance. Hi there, this is Deanne Shepley, and you're listening to The Dance. I am so excited that you decided to join me today. I know that we were brought together for a reason, and I can't wait to discover what that reason is. Now, in today's show, we're going to dig into your character. Which side of the traits and qualities are you teetering towards? And what are the strongholds within each one? And of course, with our limited time, we'll touch only on a few, but they will be very, very important. Okay, so what is a stronghold? Well, a stronghold is a block or a limitation that prevents you from achieving your highest potential in an area within your character or belief system. The enemy, which is your beliefs and imprints, is firmly entrenched, and these strongholds have been guarded within your soul, presenting a great wall of resistance to the truth, your divine truth, and that's with a capital T and a capital D, your divine truth. So for today, we're going to talk about four characteristics and their strongholds that prevent you from being in your true essence. The first one is humility. Most people that are humble are very well liked, and it's you know it's a compelling and rather attractive and endearing quality in a person. Now I'm not talking about the woe is me type of a person or the one that allows people to take advantage of them. I'm speaking of the person that knows who they are and who they are not. When we're humble, we have self-esteem, but we don't what we don't have is the desire to be significant. And in our essence, we let go of all that we thought made us great, and in doing so, we discover the true essence of our divine design. Humble people do things in service of others, but not because they're weak or feel insignificant. It's because they serve out of love for others. Now, the strongholds within humility can be either pride, conceit, or maybe a wanting to be noticed, you know, that wanting to feel significant. You know, there's many parents out there, for an example, who constantly show off their children's accomplishments. And then there's people that maybe feel entitled to superior treatment and can have a self-deserving attitude. You know, they may exaggerate their stories because the simple truth just doesn't get a good enough reaction. And then on the other side, or the other end of humility, is the I'm not good enough syndrome, or the thinking everyone else is better than them. You know, they're playing small. Neither one is better than the other. A humble person is a confident person without a boastful vein. In Philippians 2.3, it says, doing nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves. So... The next one I want to talk about is courage. And, you know, it's the quality of the mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. in faith without fear. It's about taking a risk and standing up for what you know is right. Courage is, you know, in the face of adversity, where there's fear, you choose to act and follow your heart and conquer the fear because you know it's the right thing to do. It's expanding your horizons and letting go of what's familiar, stepping out of your comfort zone in order to prosper and and do the things that are really true to your heart. And lastly, courage is about facing grief and suffering and still remaining within dignity and faith. Now, the strongholds within courage are worry and anxiety. 
You know, it's the fear of being out of control in an uncontrolled situation. The uneasiness of being str- not being strong enough to persevere when faced with maybe change, grief, pain, uncertainty, and adversity. You know, worry is the loss of faith, and anxiety is the loss of control. Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. So, I mean, you know, courage is just really having the strength and the inner confidence to just do what you know is right. And then you don't worry about the consequences of what other people think, right? Okay, and so now we're going to talk about the power trait, and that is confidence. Confidence is an inner knowing of your purpose and who you are authentically and not being fearful of emanating the true you. It's seeing your mistakes and learning from them, looking for solutions versus being stuck in an adverse situation. You know, confidence is being able to accept a compliment without playing small or being boastful. And, you know, it's acknowledging your strengths and accepting yourself even when you fail. Confidence is grace and elegance within trust and a belief in your power to create and conquer anything. Now, the strongholds in confidence are insecurity and a need for acceptance. You know, people that make deflecting comments like, did you like my gift? I'm sorry it wasn't too much. Or they may downplay something like, you know, I was just lucky to get that new promotion. It really isn't based on my success. Or they might compare themselves to others and say, you know, I'm not as successful as he is, or she's much more talented than me. You know, and the one that really gets me is, I lost my job and I'll never recover from it. No one will ever hire me again. You know, did you ever stop to think that it's God's intervention or the universe's intervention saying, I know you would never quit this job, so I'm going to do it for you because you're not right for it. There are bigger and better opportunities out there for you, so step out of your box, be confident and patient, and have the courage to apply today. It's that simple. It's God saying, get out there and find the job of your dreams. So, you know, here's what I call the big battling character. It's the big battling character trait called self-control. We're all guilty of not always having self-control. You know, we might eat too many pieces of candy or speed because we're late. But for today, I'm really not speaking to those um, smaller traits. What I'm speaking of are the higher levels of self-control. And this means resisting the urge to cross boundaries and exercise control over someone else's life. You know, making decisions based on principle, not pleasure, and it's exercising restraint, moderation, and willpower. It's healthy to be in control, but it's not to be controlling. And it's healthy to practice personal development for yourself, but it's not to micromanage, manipulate, dominate, or be overprotective of others. There are many issues that can result in a lack of self-control, and these are the strongholds, like perfectionism, Overindulgence, anger, criticism, gossip, cruelty, lying, judgment, harsh words, excessive activities, habitual tardiness, procrastination, obsessive compulsive behaviors, and addictions, only to name a few.
Now, abuse is a major lack of self-control. Think about all the physical, verbal, emotional, sexual, uh, and sexual abusers. They cross the boundaries of self-control, just like a drug addict or an alcoholic. The excessiveness and the overindulgence and the obsessive-compulsive people or behaviors don't make decisions based on principle. They base them on their lack of moderation or willpower and the desire to have things immediately. Now, controlling people have a fear of losing control or they may have been, you know, maybe abused or suffered from a traumatic event in the past. And in their minds, it's their way of regaining control of their lives. And they do that by controlling and manipulating others to fill their need for security. Okay? And so lastly, I want to talk about patience. This is the last trait we'll discuss today. Patience is about waiting. It's about having faith. Or it can also be the art of dealing with difficult people and having patience with those people. And patience is a talent to accept or tolerate delays, um, maybe trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. We live in a world of wanting things right now, and we're being programmed to want immediate results. We get frustrated when we don't get the results we desire when we want them. Timing is everything, and you have to have faith, patience, and trust, knowing that God in the universe has a plan, and all things must come together in synchronicity, benefiting all that are involved. Now, there's a a scripture out there that says, the vision is for an appointed time. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely come. You know, these strongholds for patience are complaining and irritability and frustration. We complain about the things that aren't happening as quickly as we'd like, and we get frustrated and down on ourselves because they're not happening when we want them to happen. But sometimes we force things to happen because we don't have the patience to wait for the right opportunity, person, or outcome. Now, these results can be devastating. For example, there are so many people out there that are quick to get married for fear of being alone or maybe simply because they want to start a family. But they're not willing to wait any longer for the right person. So they settle, and a few months later or a few years down the road, the marriage ends. There might be children involved and there might not, but this marriage dissolves. And in scripture it says, it's through faith and patience that we inherit the promises. So you have to be patient. Wait for those perfect opportunities, people's people and outcomes to come into your life. God in the universe has a set time for all the things you have, and you have to have faith and wait for the desired outcome. Everything happens in sync. All the right people, all the right places, all the right circumstances have to align in order to fulfill your desire. So take a deep, deep look inside and really start to notice when the strongholds are rearing their ugly head. Celebrate your beautiful qualities. Release the strongholds so you can live in your essence and be at peace. Know that you're not perfect and you'll never be expected to be perfect. Accept that you'll mess up and acknowledge that you failed and use it as a learning tool to make you better than before. So how does that old saying go? Please do not lose patience, God. Please do not lose patience. God is not finished with me yet. (laughs) So that's our show for today. Thank you all so much for listening. I love you all. Bye for now. 
Thank you for joining us for The Dance with Deanne Shepley. Deanne is a best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, intuitive coach, and brave heart woman. To contact Deanne, go to DeanneShepley.com. That's Deanne, S-C-H-E-P-P-E-L-E.com.